You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking like children, America! I want to build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a leper? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I think the way! This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindlin. When I'm going to begin, then let's begin. What's on the table today? I'm looking at Twitter. I'm getting radicalized. Yeah, which way? Are you a uh, incel jihadist now? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which direction? Which direction is Twitter radicalizing you in? Oh my God! Are you aware of? I don't know who this person is. Uh, at Prison Planet, the name Paul Joseph Watson. He has a million followers. I don't know who this man is. Okay, so I don't. If I get this wrong, it's like a hard thing to hit somebody with. But I think he is one of the guys who was labeled. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. All right, early on? Does that fit with what you're reading? No, actually. Uh, but it, so his bio says Watson, well, it, this is a quote that's in his bio. It says Watson is a brilliant polemicist. That's from the spectator. Uh, the spectator. And then from the mirror, there's another quote that says free speech extremist. So I don't know where this guy falls, really. OK, and listen, anytime somebody's calling you a free speech uh, absolutist or extremist, firstly, if you use the word extremist attached to free speech, it shows what a fucking idiot boob you are. But if Correct. you are uh, calling somebody a free speech absolutist as an insult, almost certainly that means that they are on the right. OK, uh, I will say among his mutuals right of people that i follow and he also follows is that guy ryan long who does those funny ass videos yep um bill duke the uh the actor <laughs> that's cool uh mina caputo the uh trans woman singer for life of agony yep and joe rogan yep okay uh yeah so I, i'm not calling this guy alt-right because i don't remember if he's 
I don't remember if he actually has any of those real politics or if he just got lumped in with that when that was the thing to do to call people that. But I'm pretty sure he's in the baked Alaska orbit. Okay. Uh, Well, this tweet is very – this tweet reads to me as more uh, woke, which is interesting. So, but it's, it sent me off a cliff and okay, hold on. It might be satire then, but hold on. Uh, First, let's say this is worst possible timeline and I'm Patrick and I'm Eric and I'm about to go off the cliff. Uh, (laughs) I'm excited. I hope hope it's not satire because I want to see you off the cliff. It's, I read this. Well, it's going to send you there too. Uh, I read this like literally like maybe less than two minutes before you hit the record button. So I'm still, I'm reacting live, which I think is good radio. Um, so this, here's the tweet. Uh, musicians who release, quote, depressing music need to realize that they are making people kill themselves just to appear, quote, edgy and, quote, alternative while raking in millions of dollars. No, you need to stop being inauthentic Zoomer killers. Try putting out a positive message, frauds. <laughs> okay. Can I, can I posit a potentially unfair assumption? Is, is he trolling? No, no, no. He means that, but only because it is rap that has pivoted to depressing. I don't uh, think he would have said. I don't think he would have said this about Nirvana. No, he wouldn't have said. Or, or maybe a more modern reference, uh, Hosier. <laughs> is that even modern? That might even be dated. Honestly, that's modern for me. So, uh, yeah, I think he's probably talking about you know whatever fucking depresso rappers, the sad boy raps. raps, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, listen, everybody's trying to audit, uh, and inventory and, uh, in whatever way mitigate, uh, other people's art. It it is, if you are an artless person, it is your full time, uh, hobby to, uh, to try to tell other people what they should be making. It's, I, I hate, oh, I hate this shit. You know what I hate the most? I mean, obviously on its face, just the the fucking, uh, the dishonesty about it all. But the fact that like we have to have this conversation constantly, like it just revives itself always. It's Whether it's about Sad Boy Rap or GTA or Megadeth or Public Enemy, I hate this fucking conversation. It's done with. Stop. Yeah, it's tired. The, uh, uh, there's two arguments that I've gone on fucking for hours about these where there's the, the first one where that people bust out that I think is stupid, which is the all, all studies suggest that there is no a correlation between these two things. Of course not. Yeah. But here's the thing I maintain, even if it was a one-to-one, if GTA, if every billion copy of, of uh, GTA caused one death per copy, it would still not, change my decision that that is something that should be able to be purchased by free people, free thinking people in a free society. Mm. So it it is, uh, this idea that the, the impact should change the, the principle is dog shit and I don't give a fuck. So, uh, even if it was, even if, even if these zoomers were killers, whatever this means, even if that was the case, I don't give a fuck. I hope that all, I, I do whatever you want with your body. I don't give a shit. Kill yourself. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, no. Yeah. Look, do we really I feel like we shouldn't even spend too much time on this because it's such is so tired and like everybody knows it's like, yo, 
the, the correlation between media and 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 real world behavior like just doesn't fucking exist you know for for every mass you know one mass shooter who subscribes to PewDiePie there's there's a hundred million others who don't fucking do anything and and why is PewDiePie responsible for what his fucking listeners do why is anyone who makes Grand Theft Auto responsible why is anyone who puts out any kind of art responsible for how people respond to it it's such stupid nonsense and people have been trying to find the correlation between art and real world violence for decades and there isn't one there is not one don't care even if they found a study tomorrow does not matter uh yeah it's all listen i i feel like the same way you do that we're just on some infinite loop of idiocy when censoring media comes up like, yeah. look, I, I feel that way about censoring individuals at this point, but uh, certainly if you're still engaged in the censoring individuals perspective, you at least have to confess that censoring art at this point is just so retrograde, so fucking old school. You, you, it's it's vintage in a bad way. You know what I mean? It's like somebody trying to sell their garage sale garbage to you under the name vintage. It just yeah. sucks. Don't do it. It's just, it's, uh, I can't, yeah, I, 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 I I want to go off, but like, I can't, I can't for the sake of our listeners. I can't for, because I I assume they're tired of this fucking nonsense too. It's just, but yo, this got hell of fuck. Well, actually, you know what? No, it didn't really. It only has like 5,000 likes, but it was, and yeah, it's a day old or so. So maybe no one's, maybe no one's buying the bullshit. Maybe, maybe my uh, indignity is, is clowny because it doesn't look like anyone's on the same side really. Well, what else? Here's some other options. I'll give them to you. Do we want to talk about Azalea Banks shooting herself in the head? Do we want to talk about uh, uh, the uh, you can't date students guy who oh got God. who got ratioed into going private? <laughs> or or uh, what, what would you like to discuss? I, I, I there was something else. There there were some other smaller things, but those seemed like the two big news items of the day. Here's here's the here's the spin. In I mean, this is this is our our trademarked classic, uh, the no spin zone. I believe that's ours. Um, yeah, certainly, we own that. Yeah. Um, look, the the common thread that I think this this tweet about musicians and the guy who uh, was trying to say that having sex with a twenty four year old is 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 poor form. The, the silver lining of these things is it seems like most people are not. It seems like there's the, the pushback is the dominant opinion is like, yo, you look like a clown. Well, I was surprised at the volume of people that did like the tweet from the guy saying that sleeping with your students is inherently wrong and not up for debate. Uh, because he's not talking about high schoolers and he makes that clear. The case that is being discussed is full-blown adults having consensual sex with their with a professor, not their professor, yeah, a professor. <laughs> and uh, I just have to be honest. If now I'm happily dating a 32 year old uh, woman, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I I don't have a ton of stake in can we date uh, college students or not. But because the topic came up, let me just throw myself under a bus. If you, if you want me to think that it's wrong to have consensual intercourse with an adult, 
then you're going to have to change the laws to make them not adults because yeah. you, other, otherwise you are telling me two different things. And as I am not a person that thinks sex is a, uh, it, it, it is, there's no victim to the crime of consensual sex to my knowledge. No. So that's, uh, hence the word consensual. Yeah. So, so I, I don't, it's hard for me to grasp. And for anybody listening that goes, Oh, what about the power dynamic? I'm going to, I'm going to say one of those, one of those unkind things now. Say it. If you believe that a professor, like a, a, a unten- an untenured professor who is not your professor ha- has power in your relationship simply Based, because... So, yes, yeah, simply because of their age. Simply because of their age, you have no experience in this world, and it also telegraphs that you are a loser. It Full telegraphs stop. it telegraphs that you see the world in this winner in this uh victimizer victim uh binary where you need to cast someone who is making about the same money as a manager at Bed Bath and Beyond as your better and that is fucking crazy i've never met a professor in my life including ones that i was directly under who i felt had any power over me in this world. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just think that regardless of whether like, let's ignore the right or the wrong for a second. Although I think I, I'm unable to find any wrong and I'm, I'm looking pretty hard. Uh, let's ignore it for a second and just look at the, what it might say about someone, Yo, you want to be, you want to be stepped on because you had to create a narrative in which you were. Because there is no, like, listen, I've dated young and those women were 100% in control of my life, you know? (laughs) So, so so this, this notion that it is inherently the male and also the inherent, inherently the older person who is, uh, has an unfair power dynamic. It's like you, I'll be frank. When I read these things, it just seems like people learn these terms. It's like learning half a spell in Harry Potter universe where something's going to go wrong because you're, you're, you only know half of what you need to know and it's going to get fucked up. You just turn somebody into like just their head is a lizard now. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's really, um, that level of, of, I want to jump out and I heard a thing, but I don't really understand my own argument sucks dick, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that just sucks. It just makes you look stupid. It lowers you. Uh, these conversations are like, I don't know. They're goofy, and they 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 display that you, they display that you want to be a fucking loser. It well, it, it the, the invention, the notion that in, within this conversation is it's the invention that there that someone is being wronged, even if the person says. Hey, I wasn't wronged in any way. <laughs> like, 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 no, no, you were. No, he was taking advantage of you. You just don't. You didn't realize it. It's like, yo, why the fuck are we laying that on top of somebody? Like, why would you do that? Like, the well, person feels very comfortable and and secure and in control of their own lives and and agency in this situation. Why? Like, who are you to lay that on top of uh, somebody? Like, I, I, like, yo, if one of these people come out and say. 
yeah, I felt pressured into a situation I wasn't comfortable with, but I felt that I really needed to pass this class in order to qualify for my master's program. Okay, that's a different conversation. But that's not the fucking case. Not at all. Uh, And there's been nothing, not even a a sniff of that. It feels like there's people that are saying this this is just a squarely anti-gay thing, that it's homophobia. Because for for anybody that doesn't know, we're talking about a specific instance. I forget the actual guy's name. Um, but they're basically trying to ruin a young politician's life, uh, and his chances of, of having a career by, uh, tying him to his sex life, which includes fucking 22, 25, you know, like people, younger people, certainly, but he's, he's young. He's like in his thirties now. He's like 31. Oh my fuck. Yo, yo, if I were him, I would straight up, as a politician, as somebody who needs to get votes, I would straight up say, suck my fucking dick. I was fucking 28, fucking a 23-year-old. If you think there's anything wrong with that, you're mentally ill. I don't give a shit. I'll go fuck one today. But that's, so but like, that's the thing. I think I think a, a, a salient point that you brought up is like, yo, if you want to make the case that 23-year-olds aren't fully formed adults yet, uh, that's a case for you to make. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'll listen to you. I don't think I'm going to ride with that because as someone who was 23, I was very much an adult. And as someone who is 23 and in relationships with women in their 30s, I was very in, involved. I, it, I played a part in, in that. I was not being victimized or taken advantage of. So, you know, if you want, if like that's now, if you posit that this man's committing some sort of heinous act, it's now incumbent on you to prove to me that. 23 year olds cannot act with their own agency that they're they are still maladapted you know they're or not maladapted but just you know uh they're not formed adults yet that they're still children i need to hear that argument from you i would also need to without getting personal i would also need some understanding of why the context is that sex consensual sex is inherently uh a, a a, a a is is harming someone yeah i would need i would need i would need somebody to explain to me because listen i'm i'm old i've i've had a number of experiences i'm i'm sure that there's people that see the world differently than i do right like i like when i hear like uh like an ex-girlfriend like was like oh yeah patrick was uh not affectionate. I'm always like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm the most affectionate man in the world. So like, these are different lenses with which to see the world. And I, I'd be willing to accept that sort of thing, but I don't, I've never experienced sex where somebody was victimized. And I think that there's a word for sex when someone is a victim. And I don't think it's, there's usually the, it usually consensual doesn't come before it. So like, I just, I just don't understand where people are coming from that they see the world in this, pardon me, like very dark, very dark way. Um, so I, uh, I don't know. I also think that the funniest bit or, or honestly the most depressing, depending on your perspective was that the guy who made that comment and I follow like incel Twitter. So they were destroying this fucking guy. Yeah. But, uh, when this guy said this 
And there's plenty of people who were like, who in his, in his replies were saying, yeah, I agree. Of course. Yeah, sure. But then there was also dozens, maybe a hundred people who were saying, you know, I am, I, I was a professor who started dating one of my students. We've been together 10 years and have two children. Should I divorce her or yeah. no? And then other, other people were making it a gay thing where they were saying, Hey, um, I was kicked out of my family's home for being a homosexual. Uh, I fell in with older men who taught me how to conduct myself uh, as a gay man in this world. I also happened to sleep with some of them as old as 60. Yeah. Um, should I kill myself? And like, and these are, these are the questions. Like, here's my question to the guy who said that, who said that uh, declarative statement about other people's lives is, hey, when you're confronted by this many quote unquote exceptions, do you change your perspective at all? Or do you say, no, 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 you must be confused about the nature of your relationship. You must be, uh, totally you're ignorant about how badly you've been victimized. Just as you said, like, what is the, what is in it for that man? What, what is in it for the person that wants you to feel victim status even as he necessarily doesn't because he never said that he experienced anything of that nature. So this is a guy who has no firsthand understanding of a thing that we know of, just to be fair, yep. that we know of, uh, who is making moral declarations, declarative statements that are meant to tell you what is right and wrong <laughs> that, that, that could not possibly understand the scope of the thing that he's saying and couldn't account for all the people that are like, Hey, my experience is the exact opposite. How do you account for me? How do you, how do you reconcile that I exist? And there's no answer. So long story short, this guy's got to suck a fucking dick with his gummy smile. Yeah. What's it? What do you, do you have? Should we read the actual tweet just to be fair to him for what he's saying? You'd have to, somebody would have had to screen cap it because he went private. Oh yeah. I can't find it now. I guess that's why. Yeah. Look, man, I, I, I don't, I don't know what it speaks to this larger thing that we, that, that, there's a certain class of like liberal left that feels the need to impart on some and like litigate someone else's like private sex life, especially of a gay man. I find it like really uh, perverse and like weird that we're like looking into this dude. We're like scoping out this guy's like sex life. Like it's just I, w like it feels very uh, like inquisitiony, and it's like it's it's really like the moral majority of that was classically of the right wing for a long time. It's like, it's, yo, I really think on a, in a broad sense and in, in a lot of different ways, what we've seen in the last, you could even say six years, but maybe even more like hyper-focused in the last three years, the left is becoming the right. Is that fair to yes. say? Yeah. So people that have made this comparison before, it's almost so basic that that people toss it out and they don't want to acknowledge it. I've gotten shitted upon for uh, saying, "Yeah, horseshoe theory might not be might not be scientific, but it sure is fucking real." Uh, and people get mad because they don't want to confess that uh, you know your your authoritarian streak is showing, and it doesn't matter. So here's the part that's lost on everybody: everyone thinks they're right. So everyone thinks that they are morally just and correct when they're doing their bad, bad behavior. And it's, it's telling that you would never, ever self-reflect and say, oh, 
is it possible I'm doing a thing I think is right just as everyone throughout history has, but I'm doing something that is wrong just as many people throughout history have. Like, it's so weird that that would never fucking cross your mind. And that should demonstrate that you're pretty fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you never second guess and say, wait a second, did I just make, did I just make a comment that applies to millions of people and tell them that their lifestyle is wrong when I don't have any firsthand experience at it and really couldn't know? Oh, maybe I'm the bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, no, it doesn't occur to you. And that speaks to the fact that like, look, Eric, you know, that like whole, like socialists are the real Nazis. Like these sort of, these sort of comments that like people just disregard. It's like, yo, okay, we can disregard them all day, but there's a kernel of truth to all these things, which is like, yo, the more you want control over a stranger's life, the less that your, uh, your supposed moral guideposts matter. They, they, they fall away because regardless of why you want to control somebody's life, the act of controlling somebody's life is wrong. <laughs> so, sure. so, so well, therefore it doesn't matter what your grander scheme is. Right. Well, I think that, well, but see that this is why I'm a liberal cuck, right? Because yes. I find that my answer to these things in my humble cucky opinion is that, yo, it's, you kind of have to like, it's, you have to marry these things, right? Like, yo, socialism, the, the idea that of the state, like running your life or controlling your life or seizing private assets or like things becoming state run. Yeah, that's not great. Um, however, there is a middle ground where, you know, and I saw it in Bernie Sanders where it was like, yo, we can have state run agencies that are well-funded that are there for people should they need them, but they yeah, don't have to opt in if they don't want to. He's doing his Bernie thing, everybody. I know. I'm on the Bernie thing again. I can't let him go. I can't let the old man's balls go. <laughs> I'm I'm stuck. But He's the thing, doing it again. But the thing is, no, look, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's, everybody's trapped, right? We're all trapped in these things, in these, in these bubbles. It's, it's, it's just, it's religiousness. It's, it's on both parts, right? There's. You know, on the right wing, Trump is like this fucking deity who can do no wrong and has never did anything wrong. And to suggest he has means you're like, you know, whatever. And on the left, it's like pure like witch burning where anything less than like the nth progressive opinion and this contest to be more, you know, lefty than the other person to like out somebody as as a quote unquote oppressor or something like that. Like it's like it's like witch burning shit like, you know. Politics has truly like it's 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 become more tribal than ever. And like it's just it's 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 like it's just full fucking insanity. And 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 it's and it, it speaks so ill on both sides. And it's like I, I don't know how we how we get past this moment. I, I mean, for like what you were saying about, um, you know, the, the the people on the left now becoming like this moral majority. Right. There are moral guideposts. It's it's like it's two pronged. It's like bigotry, and then uh, you know anti bigotry is is one prong, and then the the other one is like you know uh, anti abuser somehow. You know uh, uh, you know uh, something more like a me too type thing. Yeah, it, listen, the, 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 they're obsessed with the power dynamic, just as right. the moral majority on the right was obsessed with the family unit. But, but the, these two things that they're obsessed with, right? On its face, yes, bigotry is awful. We should all be anti-bigotry. Yes, 
rape is awful, you know, lording over somebody, you know, a, a guy like Weinstein lording Coerced, his power any, over any, people. Any sort of sexual misconduct thing we can even name, whether it's, it's severe or minor, is obviously wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. Are, it, but these two things have become like carte blanche to be this like insane witch burner. And like you could apply a lens of like, well, anyone who is, you know, di- disagrees or is anyone who's not as, you know, as righteous as I am about these things speaks to their inner racism that they can't, you know, that they, they can't grapple with. Or it speaks to their inner, you know, misogyny or something. And it's like, yo, these words have just become like catch-alls for people that don't fully agree with you. And it justifies you burning them at the stake. Yeah. Like I said, like two, two slobby fucking middle, middle America fucking losers who have nothing to offer the world, uh, calling each other transphobe and abuse apologists, uh, because it justifies them being open with their hatred for the other person. Do you know what I mean? Like I witnessed that firsthand. Like that was the thing I spent two hours reading one day because it was just, people going around in a circle of, Oh, here's the word that allows me to be public with my hatred for you and act petty and vindictive and violent. And because I said it, because I evoked this, uh, this talisman ahead of time by being like, you know, (laughs) you are apologist. And it's like, yo, it, it cleared, it cleared the way for me to behave any which way I want. That's how people are. Listen, I don't give a fuck. You can wrap yourself in a in a moral blanket all you want, suit of armor made out of fucking y- your uh, righteousness. But the reality is, is you're a fucking controlling motherfucker, and that's never going to fly with me. So suck a fucking dick. And, and it, it's it, people that are scared, which we see a lot. You know what I mean? Uh, who are afraid to jump into a topic? Like I get murdered because online because I'll be like, well, you know, he it sounds like he only like sexually assaulted one girl. And this, these other two claims are, are probably, they seem a little not real. And, and people are like, they want to kill me because it's like, yo, how are you defending a piece of shit? I'm not, I'm defending reality. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. yo, in defense of reality, give me some fucking shelter tunes. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's, I, I don't like, it should go without saying that I'm that, that, I've given you all a lot to listen to. I'm not like, you know, if I'm defending somebody terrible because I'm on the side of terrible, I'm typically just defending somebody. If I'm defending anybody at all, it's not them. It's whatever the reality of the situation is, is what I want to get to. So this idea that, uh, you know, let's, let's stop this, uh, lawmaker from taking office because, uh, he had sex with a 23 year old when he was uh, 28. It's like, yo, I'm not, I'm not riding into battle for this guy, but if you ask me, or if I do a podcast on current events, you're going to get the truth, which is in defense of reality. I would fuck a fucking 19 year old tomorrow if I wasn't happily in a relationship. And anybody that's got a problem with that can choke on my dick and die. Like, I just, I don't give a fuck. That's like a weird, like, listen, you're allowing other people to think for you when you, when you say, oh yeah, I don't know. I, I, it is a little creepy. It is. Why? Why, man? Like normal people in the larger world don't think like that. You're getting poisoned by the internet. Like it doesn't have, something doesn't have to be for you, for you to respect its existence. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, at this juncture of my life, I don't got much interest in a fucking in 19 year old. But the point is that like, yo, I don't got to have interest in something. 
It's not my business. If some, if two consenting fucking people want to do that, then it's not, I listen, I think this shit is so weird. You know what it reads like, Eric? It reads like our parents' generation saying things like, you know, I don't care what they do in their bedroom, but just don't put it in my face. Like that's how it reads. It reads like somebody that is like, yo, you don't need to approve of everything. That's just the reality of life. You don't need to approve. And, and I think that the internet along with this, like whatever wave of like wokeness or whatever the fuck it is that's going on right now, like whatever culture war gibberish has greenlit people into thinking that, that if they, if something's not for them, that it is a moral wrong. Yeah. You know, that's goofy. Yeah. It's goofy. It's goofy as fuck. I, I really wonder how, uh, I don't know if we necessarily described this. I haven't thought about it enough, but it is on my mind and I think it's intriguing. How would a guy like Jon Stewart, you know, if his show was around today, how would that, how would that fare? You know, um, because a lot of people say that he was kind of the first wave of this sort of thing, which I can see. I don't like, yeah. but it, what do you think? Listen, uh, so I blame Paramore for all bad music. <laughs> And uh, because I think what Paramore did was it sold itself as, as subculture, but was really just pop rock and sold like high production values to children that then thought that they had to have high production values, that their notes had to be perfect, that they had to do it this way. And as a result, we've it lip music is truly fucking terrible. And there is no subculture to speak of outside of like, I guess like weird kind of like, I don't know, rape rap or something like something really fucking like that. I don't really even get. And it it is, uh, so, but that's not fair. And I know that that's not reality, right? It's just me making a dickhead comment. Likewise, it's like blaming South park. You know how that argument came up a couple years ago and kick gets kicked around. Like, you know, South park taught taught a whole generation of kids. that it's not cool to care. Yo, if you said that, if you said that, put your head in a vice and call a neighborhood kid over to just jack that vice until your fucking eyeballs pop out of your face. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. And, it's, it's full. It's so fucking stupid. And it goes the same way for Jon Stewart. I, cause I've heard people on the right say that Jon Stewart is, is the uh, tipping point for us needing to consume news in a uh, uh, comedic soundbite fashion. And listen, that might be true. But people at the end of the day are their own masters and they have to make the decisions for themselves whether or not yes. that that's where they want to think. And as far as Jon Stewart in 2020, he would be Trevor Noah. You think? Like, yeah, he would be totally, totally irrelevant uh, to young people on the left uh, and uh, people like classical liberals would be stuck to CNN. So they wouldn't be they, it, it, he'd be Trevor Noah. You know, uh, I don't know if he'd be Trevor Noah. I think the younger generation wouldn't care about him as much. I think a lot of maybe my generation or, or people of my age probably would have turned their back on him. I, I I see a world where he like at some point would be like, whoa, everybody, let's calm down or something like that. And everyone would be like, he's a fucking piece of shit. Like there was half of people would have turned their back on him. Uh but there was, there is a slight difference between him and the South Park thing, just in the sense that, like, he was fucking lionized. He was like a true figure of the American left, like late thousands era, like during uh, bu- end of Bush, beginning of Obama era. 
And I think he played a really like he was a la- a large he was kind of like the Rogan of our time in a way, in the sense that he was like this outsider figure that just kind of was and and back then when you know the right was more of the villain largely you know seen as more of lar- uh, as the villain of the world he was like he kind of shed light on, i don't know he just kind of he was more of a figure and it's weird that he's kind of just like wholesale disappeared from reality um really i think people would have discovered that like he did a fucking stand up bit in 1999 where he used a word that was bad <laughs> and then we all hate him again yeah well uh, sure it's, yeah, uh, I, I I think that he is too, ultimately too milk toast for 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 what kids want now. Like it, it's it would be hard to describe to people that in in his era, he was like exciting to people. They th- they saw him as a counterculture figure. That there's no chance of that now. Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah. The, I guess so. I don't know. It it it's weird. I mean, I I do kind of see that like, you know, he was a comedian and he did kind of his comedy kind of the Daily Show what it was. It was a funny show and I liked it, but it did kind it it was sort of this moralistic sense of humor before that was really a thing. And I yeah. think a lot of people, I mean, the show was massively successful, right? So news satire shows like that are really it's really not even news satire, it was news commentary. Uh, you know, more of those things spawned from it and it carried with this like moral sense of authority that like, you know, political figures are more like I do kind of I see the connection and I think it was popular with young people. So I can I can see the influence to suggest that it's like the only thing or like the reason for why we are where we are now. I don't know. I wouldn't buy that at all. But like I do see the thread of logic there. Um, I don't think John Stewart's guilty of anything. I don't think he owes, I, I don't, you know what I mean? But I think there he, is he owes a, large, me a personal apology. No. Well, yeah, he, yeah, he owes worst possible timeline a personal apology. Um, but like it, it, I don't know. It, it people definitely would have, I think he's faded. I think he faded away at like the perfect time. He was like, I got to get out now. Yo, for sure. It's smart. Take the money and run. You don't owe these fucking people anything, John Stewart. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, it's just it's interesting to see a man who was so influential in that world totally disappear. And yet I think like the effects linger and and like if if nothing else, like in the in the comedy world, like the the fact that comedy has I mean, like everything has become politicized in a way. Right. Like every you know, everything is now viewed for, through a political lens. But like it's just. I, like. There's there's two camps of comedy now. I, I think the space for like real like people just like can we just like a, like make fun of things from like a nonpartisan angle again is sort of coming back. But like there is still this like war between like people who want to do what comedy is and people who want to all comedy to have this like either moral or like diverse, you know, inherent background to it for it to be valid. It's the, I've, I said it an episode ago, Eric. What's the test of a religion? Do you tolerate me conducting my lifestyle the way that I want, or, or do you feel like my my version of things can't exist? If you answer that my version of things can't exist, then you're a zealot and a weirdo, and, and you're you are uh, of a religious mindset. And that's how that's how like so much of that 
like woke comedy or whatever we want to call it uh, feels because it's always uh, it, it centers itself about how bad traditional comedy is. It's about being in a reflection of it that, that is trying to kill it. And it's like, yo, I not to be a dick, but it's like, yo, wouldn't it be cool if we didn't have to think about each other? You could go do your shows at a pizza parlor and, and be happy, but that's not really it. Right. It's like, you want to be as big as things that people enjoy without allowing people to enjoy them. And, and that's, that, that's a bit like if I did comics, uh, painted with my nipples and insisted that it was as big as Spider-Man. It's like, yo, that's not, it's not real. And it's also, it, it doesn't really respect that the one thing there is craft to making something people like, do you know, it yeah. doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean you've got to like it. Like, it's like, I don't, I think Paramore is an abortion. Like, it, you know, like that's sort of like, that's a good example. Actually, many people enjoy that. I think it's terrible. I've never sat at home thinking my bands should be big as big as that band because my band better like, yo, that's weirdo shit. That's bitter weirdo shit. That's, that's like spending your days thinking about Elon Musk shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's that type of loser. You know what's funny about Elon Musk is that he's so ugly that I like my brain has a defense mechanism to thinking about him. That's how Bill Maher is for me. <laughs> like immediately, like when someone brings up Elon Musk, his the image of his face flashes in my head, and immediately I go, "Oh God, no, no, get him out of here!" I have yeah, to pivot, my brain pivots to another topic. His skin feels too tight, but not from plastic surgery, just from being weird. He just has a weird. He has is a weird, saggy face. It's I find it really uh, like in the way that people clown on um zuckerberg for being like an emotionless android that's like how i feel about elon musk but he's just like a saggy like pumpkin head like i can't i can't think about him i can't look at him yeah, but like I, furthermore on, to your point like about you know changing the way in which uh, a craft is done to meet your standard of it and expecting people to love it yo you don't have to be doing that you know what i mean like you don't first of all you don't have to like comedy or you don't have to like the craft in general or the way it's constructed but like why do you, why do people feel it incumbent upon themselves to try and change it yo you don't have to do it you don't have to be a comedian you're like obsessed uh no eric it's a calling oh. to it's a calling to <laughs> uh do something completely uh not to anyone's liking and then insist that they like it or they're bad Oh, <laughs> it sounds like you hate it's it's like simultaneously hating the thing and revering the thing it's such a weird dynamic that's exactly right that's exactly right it, it's it's like when uh like airhead airhead women on uh uh, uh f fucking instagram like who only use drake quotes uh for their captions it, when they say shit like uh you know whether you're hating uh hating is just another form of being a fan Yo, that's true. One hundred percent. Like th those women are very smart because that is one hundred percent accurate. Uh, so yeah, listen, Eric, this shit is goofy shit. People are, I I don't know. From where I'm sitting in a garage in upstate New York, watching the world crumble, it feels like there, we're we're approaching a fatigue. But I also said that five years ago. I know. So yeah. So impossible to say. But, I think we're, I think we're in the middle of a fatigue right now, but it'll it'll pick up again. All it takes is some incendiary something, you know. Mm. 
It'll now, pick up. I have I have no doubt. I, I feel like we should relish in this moment that everything is like semi-chill because it, it will no doubt pick up again and we'll be back out there, you know, having to talk about whatever, um, whatever the next thing of the day is that we're all big mad about. Um, uh, well, I, I know something people are big mad about. You want to talk about a, uh, something funny? Yes, please. All right. Suicide. Okay. Uh, uh, Azalea Banks threatening suicide in her in her stories. You can um, say Azalea Banks, and I keep thinking of Iggy Azalea. Okay, so there's a difference. They're both <laughs> they're both good looking, um, but in different ways. One of them is ah. a, is a lower species, as described by Nick Cannon. Oh. She is not she is not properly melanated, and therefore does not have a soul per se. I love, oh, I love that shit, man. That is, that's Iggy Azalea. I love that, that like Wu-Tang shit. That's like, that's like, you know, the black man is God that like, they're like, like yeah. indigo children. I, yo, I live for that stuff. Uh, nation of gods and earths. Um, I, I love it, man. Yo, what was that? The, there's some Wu-Tang album that like the intro is like spoken word and it's like admonishing the notion that humans evolved from apes. And they're like, it's so, yo, I, I live for that. I live for it. For anybody that loves 5% or wisdom, there is a uh, Lord Jamar album that is so fucking nutty. It's so good. It's like, uh, it's so good. It, it's talking about like Clarence X, uh, like being assassinated. It, but then it goes into like coming out of the caves and uh, like, like white people being, basically white people are like cave mongrels. You know, right. and, and it, that shit is so good. Born from uh, Yakub. Yeah, of course. Um, Yakubian experiment. He's a vindictive scientist. Yes. Um, so, no, so, uh, Iggy, people shat on Iggy Azalea. I thought she was pretty hot, but that's probably just speaks to my soulless uh, lack of melanin. Yeah, no, you're not properly melanated. Um, Azalea Banks, so, I'm looking her up. Pretty good looking too. Yo, Azalea Banks is ugly hot in the best way. I think she is so fucking sexy and that said uh she's also kind of ugly and i i she's the one that you she's had a couple like she's got some really good songs no good albums um she is she's like a um she's like a disco figure almost in the respect that gays love her but she is bigoted against gays Interesting. Uh, yeah, so she's denied that, but she, and maybe she's not, but she has no problem, um, like calling people fags and trannies and shit like wow. that. Like she, she, she just goes in in this way that is not of the moment, but people kind of cut her some slack because she's like an urban black woman, and people don't know how to come down on that, you know. So it's like. And she's not as successful as Cardi B. Cardi B is not allowed to say shit, but Azalea Banks is. That's but so weird. What is it's the so weird? weird. It's, it's nonsense. Eric, what's it's not. What's the, what is the what are the parameters of these things? I don't understand. Is it because it's it's Cardi's Cardi's Latina? Afro Latina. Afro Latina. Yeah, I know, but like it's I don't I don't know. I don't know. I it's it's interesting to me when uh people in the black community, uh fam- visible black people say things that are like undeniably bigoted usually either towards gays or jews and we all just shrug we talked about it recently with ice t and and him posting this like this jewish conspiracy stuff and i was like ice, ice cube you racist but yeah ice cube sorry oh no um so yeah listen 
there's two things. One of them could prove that, like one one of them could fall on the side of uh, of white supremacy or 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 white for no, not wouldn't be white fragility. I guess white supremacy in the respect that uh, I feel zero threat from someone thinking that Yakub made me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I like, like it. I'm, I I I haven't seen the evidence, but you know, it's look, it's. I'm an uninformed moron. It's as it's as prescient to my life that Yakub made me that I came from an ape. Like whatever. Uh, true. Yes. The the, the uh, Abrahamic God or Yakub. I don't care. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I, like I've still got to go to work. It, does, it literally doesn't mean a thing to me. Flat so, Earth, Round Earth. I st- I got yeah, shit. To, I got shit to do. Yeah, precisely. Uh, but people listen. White people get like this about like like where we don't step in. Uh, and people think that like white people are all Karens, all busybodies, but there's certain shit that whites are just like, yeah, I'm gonna let you go. Like, for example, the, the one I always use is the colorism scared. is the colorism question. Um, I people say, well, it's rooted in the fact that lighter skinned blacks were treated better uh, historically. Um, listen, that is a I can say this with total confidence knowing every white person on earth <laughs> that that is now a you problem, not, not a me problem because anybody that I've met in my entire life who held racist views towards blacks, it was of no consequence how light or dark they were. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it did not enter the conversation in any fucking way. And, uh, in fact, the, this could be self-selecting. I understand this, but I don't know the wokest people in the world. The, the people in my life who like black women, like them dark. And there is none of that sort of like, like that, whatever that colorism shit is, is very much now like a black community thing. And don't get me wrong. Everybody don't actually don't intentionally get me wrong. You know that I know that there's a historical basis for it. If you write me, I'll kill you. <laughs> I, I know, obviously, idiots. It's like when people talk about Africa and somebody's got to be like, "Well, colonialism split up the co- split up the continent in this," and you're like, "Yes, I know." You know, <laughs> like, what, what do you think? I fell out of the sky. So, yeah, listen, everybody. It's of course, of course, there's a historical basis, but I'm just telling you that it's not a white hang up in 2020. You know what I mean? So l- likewise with, um, uh, kind of, so the belief, not belief, the rhetorical exercise of, of, uh, uh African Americans using language like we're descended from Kings. You're not you're not going to hear a white touch that. No. You know what I'm saying? Because every sane person knows that there's not an entire race of anybody that could descend from Kings. That makes no sense. It's it's that's a fanciful nonsense, but it, it, but it's just a way of saying, Hey everybody, we had culture and a functioning, uh, uh, advanced society prior to white intervention. Right. That's all it means, but like you're not going to hear only like a, the most sarcastic white 
who is just joking basically would point out that not everybody can be descended from a king. But in general, these are just things that whites don't wait it on. You know what I mean? They'll just be like, ah, okay, king. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you go, king. Because it's like, yo, it's 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 fine, man. It's not my fucking business. Um, and that's how I feel about uh that other shit. That's like like, you know, listen, if if you want to believe that Yakub uh, like conspired with Jews to make whites, more power to you. Yeah, well, 100%. I mean, like, look, I don't, I'm not a purely literalist. You know what I mean? I'm not autistic. Like, if you want to say you're descended from a, if LeBron James says he descended from kings, okay, LeBron, that's, I, I don't, it also, it takes nothing out of my life, you know? Like, it's, yo, it's you saying some shit it's it's that there's like some spiritual or like cosmic uh evidence for your success and like uh, cool like regular ass people do that too like i don't care like it, it takes nothing from me um yeah i mean don't get me wrong at the end of the day it's astrology so if you ask me hey do you think that's real of course i'm gonna say no that's not fucking real but like it, but like i'm not gonna like jump out on a thing that doesn't impact me on any fucking level but what about when they use it to hate the Jews? Because sometimes I see Jewish people come out and be like, uh, Ice Cube, this was blatantly anti-Semitic. And then pe- no white people, you know, no, barely anybody comes to their aid. And it usually pivots to, well, okay, what about Palestine, though? You know what I mean? It's like we're getting That's lost cool. in these things. Yo, can I can I posit a radical idea? Sure. Um, radical selfishness where... I'm going to advocate for myself and my interests and you do the same. And, and uh, hopefully by making ourselves the focus, uh, we can stay out of each other's business. So you ask me like, what about like when, uh, like it's targeted at Jewish people. I, if Jewish people want to arm themselves more power to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I like advocate for yourself. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to nod to you. My, my armed payus waving brothers, you know what I'm saying? But like, I, I, I'm not jumping in on these topic conversations that don't fucking pertain to me. No. So what was the initial, uh, why were we bringing up Azalea Banks? I don't think we, we touched on that. Okay. So Azalea's had a, she's, uh, she's mentally ill. There's no debate. Okay. Um, and she is a minor star, but she's a star. And she, um, the other day described in her, Instagram stories that she's tired of life and she's planning on taking her life. Oh, damn. And people jumped out and said, y'all make me sick. You can't support this black woman the way that you support Kanye. Why is Kanye allowed to be mentally ill, but this black woman isn't? What? Uh, Right. So, Eric, that's exactly right. The response is what? Because, yo, Kanye's allowed to be mentally ill. What? Because there's millions of people who still have good feelings about him from his music and just aren't invested in canceling him. Uh, that's not the same as saying that there's nobody out there who shits on him. When Kanye talks, people line up to call him a nutbag and, and line up to say that he's unfit. And so this idea that like Kanye gets all this support. Oh, does he <laughs> you know what I mean? like, does he, because while that's trending, while Azalea not getting any support and Kanye does get support is, is, is on my uh, Twitter trend also is Kanye is a Republican con job is yeah. trend. Yeah. So, yo, which is it? It, it? Maybe it's just the case that all of you 
are uh, celebrity. Uh, you're wishing on the downfall of celebrities and that's just half of you. Half of you are mentally ill. And the only reason that you jump out to defend Azalea Banks is because it fits your narrative that like she somehow deserves, like if you can more, if you can find a way to moralize around this, you will, despite the fact that it's like, yo, being Frank, Azalea Banks and Kanye both deserve uh, human compassion and can both as public figures be ridiculed. It's fact. What are you, what are you fucking talking about? We've lost this sense of, well, first of all, I mean, we've talked about it to death and, and, and the truth remains as prescient as ever that social media, the notion of social media, it's a nuance destroying machine, but it, it goes like beyond nuance to me. It's like, you know, we've destroyed the notion of like duality. You know what I mean? The fact that like Kanye can be a great artist and can be a fucking nutbag and can be, you know, a guy who should maybe not be running for major public office and a guy who should be on medication. Like, why? Like, OK, for instance, uh, who's that? Um, the journalist, Matt Taibbi, uh, mm-hmm. certainly don't agree with everything he says. He went on a, a, a rant today that I was like, this feels like bad faith nonsense. And then yesterday he posted a thing where I was like, 100 percent, 100 percent on board. Why can't? people individuals or why can't anything be both things yeah yo because people are i gave people too much credit like i you know how i'm always arguing for the the accountability of the individual not the not the group and that uh basically everybody everybody sits in front of a judge by themselves and likewise everybody sits in front of their own judgment by themselves and therefore you have to act as an individual and that we have to give people their right to make decisions informed or otherwise that's my strongest conviction in this entire world and it has been tested by the fact that we are dealing with literalist literal children and, and that people can only see the world in uh, like, okay, let me put it like this. <clears throat> Children will sit beside their parents during a movie and say, who's the good guy? I thought he was the good guy. What's he doing? I thought he was the good guy. And not understanding that yeah, uh, uh, there's, there's a protagonist and an antagonist. A good guy and a bad guy is a reductive view of that and makes you look like a stupid idiotic five-year-old, which you are. So shut up, kid. Shut you know up, what I'm saying? Man. Like, and, and that's how I feel like talking to people like, yo, you are the protagonist of your own fucking reality, you know? And people that are trying to get in your way are the antagonists. But good guy, bad guy? What are you fucking stupid? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like who is a good guy? Who is the bad guy? You know what I mean? Like, how would you even define that? Like, okay, let's, uh, what do we weigh it? Let's actually, Eric, let's weigh it. Let's weigh it. Um, okay, what have I done in the last month that is bad? Have I called anybody any bad words? Have I said anything fucked up? Uh, let's just say I have. Let, let's yeah. say that uh, I blinded a Korean shopkeeper who also turned out to be transsexual. Transgender. Pardon me. Okay. I, oh, no. Let's say this. I said transsexual. Okay. That's my. That's my, this week's fucking uh, badness. Okay? Which, which, just real quick, by the way, uh, I listened to an interview with a, a trans person, and they referred to themselves as transsexual. Uh, make of that it, what you will. So, well, that's kind of like, I would be curious how old they are because uh, trans people of a certain generation still will use transsexual. I mean, they uh, looked really good. I would say that they were probably in their mid-30s, oldest, maybe maybe late 30s. Okay. Late 30s would, would account for it, uh, any, any younger than that, and it, and it probably w- would not 
but anyway, whatever. Point is, transsexual is, a, is, is I'm not supposed to say, I'm supposed to say transgender. So that is, let's say that that's my transgression. Okay, so let's line me up for being the bad guy, march me into hell, whatever. Uh, I also just gave 15 grand to charity. You know what I mean? So like, like, oh, oh now we got to weigh these things. No, oh, oh, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? You know what I mean? Like, it's yep. like, yo, that, sh- that shit is nonsense. It's nonsense. And, and it, it demonstrates like a really low level of cognitive ability to, to always trying to be assigned somebody the good or bad label. Yeah. Like that shit sucks. You suck. You suck. And so, sometimes it changes. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it like flips on its head constantly. And it's so, it's just so fucking the, the same figure that can be, you know, like, let's just use Kanye can be admonished for wearing a MAGA hat will then, you know, in turn will be celebrated for helping, you know, incarcerated people, you know, lobbying the Trump administration to release incarceration. You know what I mean? Like it changes. And that's the weird part to me. It's like, who is he? Is he fa- is it's like wrestling? Is he a face or a heel right now? There are people does, do they have heat or are they the baby face? Like, it's just strange. It's strange that nothing's consistent. Hold on. Let's let, let, let's go in on this. Here's some of the responses to the Azalea Banks thing. A one of these pop culture Twitter things that just is like a click farm just says trigger warning mental health. Azalea Banks posts alarming series of Instagram stories says she will end her tenure here on earth soon. Uh, and then a guy with a, uh, hammer and sickle. And I, what flag is that? Is that Iraq? I'm not sure. Um, uh, flag says, uh, I re- I cannot really feel sympathy for someone who h- hates refugees. Tbh. Oh my god. Yo. Also, it's a it's a uh, it's a shirtless white guy uh, <sighs> saying that. Uh, yo. Wh- what's the what's the cycle on or the circle on that? Because I now don't feel sympathy for that individual. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what 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 are we doing here? You know what I mean? And then there's people that go on about how that's anti-black, and it's like yo. That's not, let's, uh, come on, man. We don't need to confuse what's going on here. It's just a general lack of compassion for fu- from fucking like moralizing tits. You know what I mean? That's it. Like these are just moralizing tits. These are people that like, like cannot help themselves. They only feel worthwhile if they're stepping, if they're putting somebody else's neck underwater. That's it. That it's the t- it's got nothing to do with nothing except for that. That somebody's got the oar out and they're sticking somebody else's head under the water. It's, do we want to talk about the uh, the inherent racial bias uh, found in WikiFeet? Oh, no, I wasn't aware of that. Is that happening? Well, I, I looked up Iggy Azalea, and I tried looking up Azalea Banks, but only Iggy has a WikiFeet profile. Oh, that's but Eric, this is touchy. Uh, Azalea Banks has no feet. Oh, oh, shit. I'm sorry. She's like uh, Arthur Pistorius, who... Uh, <laughs> Accidentally shot his uh, girlfriend. Uh, accidentally, one hundred percent accidentally uh, fired uh, bullets into his uh, girlfriend's chest and face. Um, I'm, r- I'm writing my notes app apology as we speak. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't feel good about WikiFeet having these uh, having these uh, biases. That doesn't make me feel good about my favorite website. <laughs> you know, Ghislaine Maxwell has a WikiFeet profile. How's how's her feet? Not bad for an older lady. How old is she? I think she's like uh, 60 maybe. Oh, you know what? She's held up pretty well. She has. 
It must be the all the adrenochrome. Honestly, though, can I say something kind of fucked up? Say it. Why doesn't she look at least as good as one of the housewives? Mm. Well, yeah, because there's like a housewife that's like 45 or 40. Maybe she might be 48, and she looks like a hot 24 year old. And it's like, yo, I understand some of that is genes, but a lot of it is wealth. And if you're if you're Galane uh, and you're killing it financially, why not dump a little bit into your looks? I I mean I that's where it goes for most people of of that stripe. It, it's strange to me. Um, Are you going to put anything into your looks? Um, I might. I've been I've I've, I've been seeing my age recently. I'm I'm near about a month away from from thirty. And, uh, I look like someone who's about, I mean, I look my age, you know what it is, but that's not making me feel good. I want to look younger. Uh, yes. You want people to, uh, you know what you want? You want what I have with my massage therapist, Yeah, which is every time I see, listen, everybody, I've been painted as hating the Chinese. Let me explain why that's not true because the Chinese always say I look 26 and that makes me feel great. <laughs> the The last massage therapist I went to said I looked, she thought I was 24 and called me beautiful. I love the Chinese. Mm. So it, it, it is, uh, I want to look the way that I look to a sex worker that is trying to ingratiate themselves to me. That's fair. I, you know? It's, it's, um, I mean, we're, we're going to be LA people, um, at some point, uh, I'm working real hard on my body. Although I ate a lot of bread today. I feel like an asshole, um, working on our bodies, you know, at, at a certain point, you know, in order to just, just to fit in, just to, to be able to, to, uh, not experience social death, you know, we'll need to hook up with, um, some kind of, you know, where's, uh, uh, who's that guy, Dr. Um, Fauci. No, 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 Dr. Mengele. No, Dr. Shit, I can't remember his name. Is it like Dr. Z or something? Oh, yeah, Dr. Z on the train, the guy that would give you good skin? Uh, Maybe. What's the fucking guy's name? Do you remember? Do you remember? Dr. It's like like, uh, on the train in New York. I haven't seen him in a long time. Dr. Z? Either Dr. Z or Dr. Z. Oh, Dr. Z's. You're thinking of Dr. Z's more. I'm thinking of, I think, Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew, the guy, Drew Pinsky? Yeah, yes, Drew Pinsky. That's who we need. Hold isn't on, I'm looking he, up. Isn't, he, isn't he a fucking, isn't he a, uh, a, a, a cosmetic surgeon? Drew Pinsky? I think he's like a, like a shamed, uh, no, yeah, no, this is not the guy I was thinking of. Fuck, who am I thinking of? Oh, shit. In 2016, Zizmore retired. Yeah, he, he's, he's gone. He's studying the Talmud. He's, he's studying the Talmud? Yes. Wow, interesting Interesting life pivot. Yeah, this um, guy. Fuck. Well, now I'm on the Wikipedia for, for Drew Pinsky, but this is not who I was thinking of. Uh, <laughs> views on COVID-19, uh, Drew Pinsky between February to March, 2020 Drew made a series of statements concerning the COVID-19 outbreak where he downplayed the seriousness of the pandemic, stating that it was not as bad as the flu, suggesting that it, that it was a press induced panic. Mm. I'm still there. I'm still there. 
A five-minute compilation of the statements was posted on Droop's Doctor on posted by Droop's Doctor on YouTube, Weasel, but was temporarily, temporarily taken down due to copyright claim. Drew uh, uh, copyright claim by Drew Pinsky Inc. The video was later reinstated after several attorneys and many others defended Droop's Doctor. Drew subsequently apologized and urged people to follow the advice of Doctor Fauci. Yeah, listen. Uh, he got cowed, but I won't. You understand? You can bully. You can bully Drew. You can't bully Doctor Patty. Uh, it's still fake. Fuck you. Ah <laughs> uh, man, I wish I could. I can remember that there's some TV doctor. Uh, I can't, I'm trying. I'm looking everywhere for this shit. Um, I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to. I'll have to come back to this one eventually. But uh, yeah, basically the the point, the, the spirit of what I'm saying is. Uh, we need we need uh, full facial reconstruction to fit in with the people of LA. Yeah, should I, Eric? I, I don't know. Is this is this like a is this petty? Should I? Um, so there currently there's thirty six thousand people uh, commenting on Azalea Banks on Twitter, and yeah. uh, I would imagine the I'd imagine the majority is like the ones that I'm seeing right now where it's people saying you got to stick up for a black woman. Why aren't you sticking up for a black woman? That's unwell, black woman, black woman, black woman, blah, blah, blah. Uh, should I leave a comment on all 36,000, like individually saying, did you buy her record though? Yes. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's your responsibility to, to ask that. What's up with people pretending that everybody's their favorite artist when it suits them. I don't know. I, yo, you know what? Honestly, I think we can, uh, as like a catch all for honestly, everything that we talk about broadly, like whether it's Trump, whether it's election, whether it's politics, whether it's cancel culture, whether it's Twitter, whether it's anything, people are people, all human beings. The human condition is to have this gaping hole inside of them, not the asshole. That's the other gaping hole. Uh, this, this, uh, existential hole that needs to be filled with some sort of meaning and purpose. Um, that is now, uh, being the righteous tit on Twitter. So Azalea Banks is the favorite artist when it suits them. Let me, let me, yes, precisely. Let me read some of these comments, some of these tweets. Please stop prefacing these statements of empathy for Azalea with, I know she's problematic, but, or I don't like her, but now listen, I agree with everything that this person just said. Every 100% yes. I I think it's such weasel shit when people go, you know, you know, I, uh, but then she goes on, you're problematic. I'm problematic. We have all done harm and all have the capacity to do so. And we will all do so in the future. Stop this. Now, if that person means that in a sincere way and lives that, then I think that that is an incredibly adult perspective. If they are um, only saying this because they can get a little bit of clout out of this Azalea situation, but in reality they do not like my question is, do you think that they conduct themselves in this way when not discussing Azalea banks? Mm, No. No, neither do I. <laughs> no, if it applied to if, if remove Azalea Banks and put uh I don't know, um uh Gavin McGinnis in her place and yep. the, the the tone changes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just it's it's just it's just weasel shit, man. It's just it's just full stop weasel shit. 
and it's 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 if it wasn't so infuriating it would be sad because i really just think a lot of these people feel the compulsion to comment on these things you know it's tabloid culture it's like this is like what it was in the 90s where people that were obsessed with like these people magazine and stuff it, it's just an obsession with shit that's got nothing to do with you and doesn't even know you exist but because you have nothing else you feel this compulsion to engage and it's yeah. sad man it's fucking sad i've got endless hot takes on on what it means to comment or why you might uh and i don't know if i want to weigh the down this podcast with with all of those angry feelings that I got about what fucking losers the average person is. It's so weird, Eric. I'm living in a garage making like dead set, dead center, uh, 20, uh, 29 year old income right now. Not grown, not grown, grown. Now, you know what? I'd say I'm making fucking 27 year old income mm. and, and I'm not in any position to judge anybody as a fucking loser, but I still will on this you know, the average person is so wildly unfulfilled that it's scare It's starting to scare me. Like, w- like why can't anybody be like the motherfucker from a Western who wants to just go become a farmer? Why is like, why does everybody got to have no talent, but want to attack people that do like, why is that? Like, why can't anybody just go in their lane and not, and be like, yeah, listen, I'm not a creative person. I'm not a striver. I'm not, these things that some people value. I don't, I just want like a happy, good life where I'm filled and, and people I care about, care about me. Why can't anybody do that? Instead, they got to like, if they don't feel like they measure up, they got to spend all day being like bitter little fucking turds. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So the, the guy that I was thinking of, his name is Dr. Drew Orden. He's an American plastic surgeon and an Emmy nominated co-host of the award-winning talk show, the doctors. Oh, I don't know. He's a funny uh, guy. You know, plastic surgeons are so funny. Uh, my my girl has um, five twenty cc uh, breast implants, and Respect. and she's she wants to go up to seven twenties, and uh, she she called her doctor and she thought it was going to be like a hard sell, uh, because the doctor does the revision basically for free. Uh, she just pays for the anesthesiologist, so. She was like, I think he's going to try to talk me out of it, blah, blah. And then she gets on the phone with him and he's like, sounds cool. Let's do it. <laughs> and it's like, yo, the, the, that is, uh, the, the, I gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, mailman. Uh, by the way, everybody, we got to defend the uh, United States postal service. Uh, apparently they're trying to make things hard out here. I, have you been following that at all, Eric? Um, not really. I, I mean, in the vaguest terms. So in the sense that I only I'm only privy to like what the blue pills are saying, which is that Trump is trying to sabotage the mail service so that he can fix the election or something like that, which may may well be true. I don't know. Listen, why can't it ever be he's trying to sabotage the mail service because some other some billionaire got in his ear and thought that like FedEx, UPS, Amazon uh, delivery services, uh, privatizing this entirely uh, would make somebody money. Why has it got to be about Russia all the time or elections? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, what, come on, man. I've seen people trying to relitigate Russiagate, but it's coming from the right this time. And it's just people being like uh, talking about how unwarranted the entire thing was, which we don't have to get into it because it's such old bullshit. And it's like, 
yo, I don't think the investigate, I don't think what Russiagate initially was, was unwarranted. I think an investigation was proper procedure. What it turned into is a different conversation and people's inability to let it go is like, yo, you have to let it go now. Yes, please. Please, please for the love of God. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The people on, on the right trying to like revi- revive it or some shit. It's just like, yo, can we just please put this to bed for the love of God? It's so annoying now. It's annoying. Yeah, I think you just feel weirdly guilty. You're like, an, you're, you're like a Iraq war voter. Mm. Because you were kind of on the, you were open to the idea that Russia was involved. I was, I was very open to it. Yo, I, I was, I was on the Maddow tit for a minute. I, 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 yo, look, it's not, to me, it was not infeasible. And, and there's still in my mind, like, yo, the investigation didn't yield a conclusion that, that brought forth anything worthy of charging someone with a crime or charging Trump, really. Other people got charged with things. Uh, Mm. I'm willing to accept that. You know what I mean? Um, I'm willing to accept that Putin's favorability of Donald Trump is more of an unspoken thing and just like lies within his own personal interests and Trump's own personal interests rather than some fucking Tom Clancy novel where they were all conspiring behind the scenes. Yo, that that rings true to me. However, uh, you can look into Donald Trump's past and see that he's had numerous business interests in Russia and done dealings there and has like, you know, borderline been money laundering for them for a long time. Yo, I don't think the investigation was unwarranted, but you got to let it fucking go now. It makes the left look crazy. Do you think that do you think that the Russia thing is just the girlfriend that won't, that keeps bringing up some old shit? At this point it is. It at this point it is. Yo, when it first started, I was with it, but like at a yo, once the Mueller investigation was over and we got people got the fucking full report Okay, like it's done now. That's I always and I always said from the beginning, yo, unless he brings forth charges, this shit's not going to matter. And guess what, people? It doesn't fucking matter anymore. Stop. Eric, if somebody came to you and said they had pretty big goofy titties and they then they said I want to double the size. And you were the surgeon. What would would you advise them to do it or to not to do it? What how would you handle that? Oh, for for context, your office is in a casino. <laughs> uh, well, I would feel, you know, look, my personal feelings on the matter of no consequence to this person. I, if they wanted my personal opinion, I'd give it. I thought I I would maybe say, eh, you know, doubling might it seems a little extreme, but uh, you know, I'm happy to work with you. Um, you know, I think that would be the the my response to the situation. Uh, I what I do wonder is is it covered by insurance? Uh, no, no, not covered by insurance. Eh, yeah, I mean, look, unless it's, it's, unless it's, it's a reconstructive nature, it's not covered. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I mean, uh, well, but your girl is Australian, right? That's right. So, is, is can she get it done for free? Oh no! Ow! Fucking bullshit world. All right. Um, the revision is mostly free. It'll be like two grand. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, uh, because you're just paying for the anesthesiologist basically. Right. Well, uh, if you, if you got the money and, and you know, it's not gonna, if it's something you really want and it's not gonna, you know, leave a sizable, uh, burn in your pocket, then, then, then go for it. Yeah. Would you say like sounds lit? <laughs> I, I think my initial response would be sounds lit. 
Cause I think that that's what her surgeon said. Um, I think that that's like, if your office is in a casino and I think you, it's a, you're obligated to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like you're obligated to be yeah. like the sounds lit cosmetic surgeon. I mean, if you, if that's not your response, you're really, you're running a, you're running a, a faulty practice because you're, you're not, you have to consider your clientele. Um, real quick, I was, I'm on Twitter and, uh, somebody has been hacked and is showing like a, uh, very high level comic professional is, uh, is, uh, been hacked and is, uh, showing pornography. Oh, interesting. Who is Send me, send me a link. Sure. Sure. Um, so, uh, w- w- what else we got here? Do we have what? anything to say? I, I was sending you all weekend, uh, tweets from, uh, from, um, Mal oh. and, uh, oh. DPRK stands. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, barista socialists, uh, the, the, uh, bartender communist, my fit, my favorite, listen, you nailed it. This is just edgelordism repackaged for black kids. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is because this is, so Eric was sending me these pretty girls that look approximately 22, uh, make their money on OnlyFans because they're not bartending during COVID and are super dedicated to not communism. For those of you in our listenership that are still confused about fucking life and think that communism is a viable uh, option. Uh, we're talking the type of, tried and tested communism that has resulted in, in the, the deaths of millions. <laughs> so yeah. like, we're not talking about like your dorm room, hypothetical, uh, uh, like Dem social nonsense. You know what I mean? Like a little flower Twitter. We're not talking Rose Twitter. We're not talking about that. We're talking about like these kids deny, deny like the atrocities and genocides of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Which, uh, which actually got me thinking. Uh, the, if you deny the halal more, like, are you? So, there's certain countries where you cannot deny the Holocaust. You're just not allowed to deny the Holocaust in a public sphere. Where do you, where do those same countries fall on the denial of other genocides? Because well, hey, this is interesting. This is an interesting one because I actually, uh, and I thought I went to pretty good schools, but I was not super aware of the, the Holodomor. So no, very few Americans, not very few Americans, but, but unless people of my generation, yours, and certainly younger, it is not a thing. Um, I, I took a class that was concentrated on, maybe that's the wrong word to use. Uh, it was, but it was, it was the, the, the concentration was on genocide. Uh, it was genocide of, of, well, Actually, you know what? It was genocide of the 20th century. Did this predate that? Or was it? No, 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 no. It, it, wow. it was- we didn't mention it. We talked about the Armenian genocide, the Holocaust, and then like um, um, Pol Pot and then and Darfur. So this would be uh, a slight predecessor to the Holocaust and then uh, ran concurrent. Um, so it, it is, uh, uh, for people that don't know, it is... Uh, the reason that it might not have been covered is because its status as a genocide is debated because it, there is argument that it was not ethnically aimed. 
Um, yeah, the, the, for people that don't know that are listening, that, that what I took away from that class is essentially that what, um, what classifies something as a genocide is quite rigid. And then some, some scholars would even say that the, you know, what we did to the native Americans wouldn't even qualify. Right. Exactly. And, and that's fine. It's the same way that we've changed the word racism. Like it's fine. Like it's words change, uh, there, but there does need to be a word. For like so, like let's say that what let's say that a, a, an academic can argue that hey, what we did to the American Indian was terrible, but it doesn't qualify as a genocide. There still needs to be a word for what was done to the American Indian. Yeah, <laughs> a, a word that sort of encompasses the the horror. That I mean, really, if you want to get down to it, it's not that this is a contest, but like it. What what happened to the Native Americans is it almost supersedes a genocide because the, the idea of genocide is a removal of a generation. And, and, uh, what happened to the Indians was removal of many generations. Yeah. And then you've, then you've also got like, uh, forced relocation. Like there's a, uh, there's a lot to be said that it's, you know, like that, I don't see any point really to, to ranking, uh, colonial nightmares. Yeah. Uh, because then once you get into like, uh, uh, you know, the Belgian Congo, the, the, like, basically like you can just continue to find like just nightmare after nightmare. It's, it, I think it's suffice to say, uh, all bad. Well, there, there was also like, there was also some, that I believe, I don't know if it was the ACLU now. It might, definitely wasn't the ACLU. Uh, maybe it was like the human rights coalition or something, but like what, um, there was, I might be getting this, this wrong. It was a while since I took the class, but I believe what the, the notion was that, some of the deforestation of uh, the rainforests, what what happened to the indigenous people, you know, it they only accounted for, you know, these are very small tribes and small, it was a small amount of people, but it was the destruction and, you know, whole scale cleansing of their culture, you know, so it might have only been, say, 200 people that were eradicated, but that that would fall into the definition of genocide. Yeah. Well, listen, let's not you and I get wonky about what the fuck genocide means. Um, let's let's instead talk about our favorite one. Okay. Which took place uh, in, in Hollowdmore. Yes. It sounds, in, sounds uh, Tolkien. Yeah. It's very difficult to say. I'm confident. I'm not, I've never said it right. Uh, but the D comes before the M, which is, so it's not Hollowdmore. It's, Halad, Haladmore, Haladmore, whatever the fuck. It, it, yeah, it's Suron. It, it, it's uh, it, the, the eye of ever vescent uh, serptitude. So, <laughs> it, so here's the deal. Um, through collectivized farms, uh, sending uh, all of what was, uh, they sent all the grain to Moscow by force, uh, by theft, one could say. And uh, into city centers, uh, into industrialized areas to feed the people there. And in turn, so they basically created a slave state where uh, people in uh, the the westernmost parts of Russia or Eastern Europe, depending on your perspective and land claims, uh, certainly Ukraine, uh, were, were slaves to the industrialized parts of Russia and had to send all of what was harvested there while they literally starved to death. Yeah. Um, now what is interesting about that is, uh, that it 
cost as much as like 15 million lives. There's also this other aspect that's fascinating uh, that uh, their chief uh, scientist, uh, uh, I forget what the fuck his title was, uh, was also committed to a totally now disproven pseudoscience uh, that based on Darwinism that is uh, provably untrue, uh, where he had the people farm in ways that were not as efficient as they could have been. So you had this perfect storm of this actual nut job controlling weirdo bureaucrat who used his power to silence competing scientific voices, including having some of them killed by the state, uh, defending his increasingly provably wrong position during that entire time, uh, and then also that the grain was going elsewhere. Uh, So uh, you had this terrible circumstance where millions of people expired under terrible, terrible situation. Now, um, is that the same as a Holocaust? Or is that the same as a genocide? Uh, Well, listen... I don't know. I, I think that people that had to eat their their, their parents uh, might have a different perspective than I do. So, uh, long story short, there is more than enough historical evidence to the to to point to the fact that this is one hundred percent happened. Now, with all of these things, you can debate the numbers, and you can debate the numbers without being a weird little creep. It is possible, right? It is possible to say, hey, I acknowledge that this thing happened. I just think that it's important for the sake of clarity that we that we discuss the numbers. And they could I, I'm agnostic. They could be higher, they could be lower, but here's what I think it points to at the moment. Now, there's a way to do that. You're going to still be crucified by some. You're going to be uh, portrayed as a bad person that with uh, bad intentions by some. But there's a way to do it. But what we are seeing on your bartender Twitter that you're sending me is people that are like, it didn't happen. Don't follow me. If you think it happened also Soviet union, basically everything good. Okay. Yo, it's not even that it didn't happen, that it's Nazi propaganda. Yeah. And then it's the it, lot more is, is Nazi propaganda. Subscribe to my only fans. It's lit. Yeah. Also, uh, damn, I miss getting drunk in, uh, in the Uber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anal, anal gape vid on my only fans. Also Stalin did nothing wrong. Yo, <laughs> such a weird cross section of Twitter. Um, yeah, but, but here's the thing. It's just, it's, it's sanctioned edginess. So like it, it's, it's, uh, black sex workers who are above, uh, beyond reproach. You can't say anything to a black sex worker in 2020. You know what I'm saying? So like it, it, it's, uh, that person is never going to get crucified for saying a actually insane thing. And the one, the one kid that you send was sending me, if she actually holds those beliefs, she's criminally dangerous. Like she's yeah. a dangerous human being. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think she holds any of those beliefs. I, th- I think no. she she's a four chan goof nugget. Well, but the, like the the the, the uh, you know the the um, the notion that author, author authoritarianism is is a left is a leftist uh, value is is quite insane to me. No, I, I listen. I don't think that's insane. I, I think that uh, you, we can find that in all parts of the rest of the world, except for the United States, uh, and those are just the chickens coming home to roost. You, you know what I mean? Like that, the extreme left having an authoritarian bent uh, is everywhere else in this world. Uh, the United States has just done a decent job of ducking it for a time now. Can, can, but, 
can I can I posit something? Well, I'll let you finish, and then I have to posit something. No, it's just that as we get closer to, um, it, I think that this is just the natural progression of yeah. of populist sentiments, uh, and Trump went populist, leaning right. Uh, we thought that there was potential for Bernie, but I think that what Bernie's defeat illustrates is that we are a center right country at the moment. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, I, I have a, I have a theory here and, and we can invoke cancel culture for a moment cause it's related to this, right? It's related uh-oh. to what we're talking uh-oh. about. Moving listeners. Uh Oh, um, yo, I want to clown on hammer and sickle Twitter. Right. And people are very, people like Barry Weiss and, 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 you know, the liberal sort of intellectual class are, they're concerned about the tyranny of the mob, right? Yeah. I'm not concerned. I, well, I am concerned about that, but I, I, I think it's something different. I am the re- what keeps me from speaking my mind and clowning on Twitter, hammer and sickle Twitter and Twitter leftists is that a lot of them are really hot girls and I don't want hot girls to make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a yeah. lot of them are, a lot of this hammer and sickle Twitter is really attractive, you know, 23 year olds with only fans that are, and I don't, if I be like, damn hammer, sickle Twitter, clowny as shit, they're going to be like, shut up ugly. And I'm going to feel sad. Listen, can I, can I, can I get you into normies? Uh, possibly go on. So when I am, clowning people with my girlfriend, I will send her Instagrams of people and she'll be like, yo, why do you only know weirdos? <laughs> and I'll say, how do you mean? This person's not that weird. And she'll say, if I sent this to my friends, they would think that this person like lives with their parents, like masturbates to hente dolls and, and, and is just like a deranged, strange person. And I say, yeah, but your friends are kind of normies. And she says, they're also ridiculously happy. Yeah. And I just think that, a normie, a normie can be a blessing to your life. I, 100%, I, 100%. I think that, uh, like when you say like, Oh, I don't want these hammer and sickle girls to make fun of me. They're hot. Okay. Let me, let me just throw something at you. They're also sad. They're also sad. They're very sad. Yeah. No, look, I don't, I don't want them as my girlfriends, but I also don't want hot girls to make fun of me. Yeah. I'm okay with hot girls making fun. Hey, listen, uh, th- there's, there's making fun of somebody's looks. Uh, so they say that, uh, ageism is the only, uh, bigotry with a built-in irony. Uh, but it also goes for, f- for making fun of somebody's looks hmm. because anybody that makes fun of your looks is going to end up in the same ugly place that you are. Yeah. You know, like we're all, we all arrive at unfuckable. Uh, and, well, until they become the ruling class and have access to all the collagen. Yeah, that's a fact. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that could be. Uh, the yo, the future of celebrity is 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 communist Twitter. You know, those those are going to be the only celebrities left because they're the only ones that can't get canceled. I will say that for any of our communist listeners, uh, these kids actually have communism pretty well dialed in, which is they love uh, privilege and celebrity. Uh, they love uh, a, a de- like a de facto class system that goes unspoken. 
Uh, and that is what you've arrived at in communism historically, which yeah. is that the uh, there's going to be uh, elevated party members who are essentially the celebrities of their day, uh, who enjoy privileges that uh, the proletariat does not. And uh, these kids, as dumb as they fucking may be, uh, perhaps see the writing on the wall that, yeah, you can be the... Like it's just another system by which people can exploit each other. So why not get in on the ground floor? Mm. You know what though, with your, uh, I, 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 I have high value of normies. I, a lot of my friends are normies. Um, what I've seen though, however, and a lot of it, you know, was during, um, a lot of it was in the aftermath of the George Floyd, uh, killing and, and the protest that came out is like, the normies got scared, right? I saw this all over Instagram that the normies were doing performative wokeness so that they wouldn't get yelled at. And to me, that's worse than, 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 than earnest wokeness. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, the, uh, normie, uh, hide from, hide from fire, duck and cover. Uh, yeah, I can't post a selfie cause it's irresponsible right now. Person. Oh my God! You don't. You have no idea. Like the listen for anybody that sincerely made an effort on social media during during the uh, days immediately following the George Floyd killing. Uh, this is not a knock to you, but I do need to. Maybe you don't have exposure to normal people. Normal people routinely said, "When can I do my normal thing?" And that's not because they're bad people. It's just because they didn't see the effectiveness uh, of what you were attempting to do, and they wanted to go back to their lives so far as it goes on social media. Mm. And watching that play out where 99% of people doubt the efficacy of something and think it might be borderline like foolish uh, flag waving uh, for the, for the benefit of no one uh, and just sort of sitting on their hands going, all right, um, I guess, you know, like, listen, I was part of conversations from companies that said, do we do the thing or don't do, do we do the black square? Do we not do the black square? And for anybody that thinks that that's a victory because they were talking about justice. No, they weren't. <laughs> no they weren't they were talking about will i get yelled at or won't i yep. the details of george floyd's death are totally lost on me in this moment yep. because i am worried about my own skin yep i'm worried about my future moving forward yep and th- and that's listen this is where i'll get nasty yo that's what you create with this no- like that's what you create it, it, w- when you do the nonsense of like who's in and who's out of this thing, you create people that are in it just not to be yelled at. And that's not the same as an ally. Yeah. I mean, look, is it, we've, I think we've talked about it before, but it's like, you know, the, the culture always kind of skews left. You know what I mean? Whether it's Hollywood or whether it's, you know, uh, corporations in, in, you know, uh, putting up a pride flag for, for the month of June or whatever culture tends to value uh more liberal ideas of americanism or 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 uh you know uh progressiveness um it doesn't mean number one that anybody's really truly being honest in their soul about it they're most certainly not 
Um, but besides the point, yo, why do we value that necessarily? It's, it's I'm not saying that it's necessarily bad, but I don't think it's necessarily good because it doesn't affect political change, which I think is what you really want. We still have a fucking dump shit president and who looks like increasingly like his chances have gone up in the past week, I would say, of being reelected, that is. No doubt. <laughs> so, like, the culture is one thing, but don't we want, don't you want to, like, if these things are true, real values to you, I think the it would be better to win the hearts and minds of of the the voting constituency, so that we can actually create better lives for the 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 underserved population of the country. Eric, yes, I wish I, I wish I could engage with you, but I'm reading comments. Why is no one capitalized talking about Azalea Banks? <laughs> Thirty eight thousand tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that person that is living in a vacuum where Azalea Banks is not, it's literally consuming my timeline. What are we talking about? Why is no one talking about it? Yo, how people's bubbles. No one on my timeline is talking about it, but it's like, yeah, I didn't even know who she was until, you know, an hour ago. Your timeline is also profoundly racist. Is it? Yes. You fucking white power motherfucker. (laughs) I don't know, man. I follow people like, uh, like, like people that people that that we forgot about. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'm I'm always retweeting like Sinbad and like Arsenio Hall. These are powerful black figures that I admire from a generation that's now bygone. Um, Tyler, I, Tyler Perry. I love all these dudes, but it like it disheartens me when Sinbad only gets 31 retweets. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, of course. Sinbad's the man. Sinbad is the man. Uh, Black Twitter to me right now is celebrating, well, not celebrating, but remembering today is the uh, 12-year anniversary of the death of Bernie Mac. Yeah. R.I.P. to the the Mac. R.I.P. Yo, we, uh, Bernie Mac, uh, the Bernie Mac show is an unconscious influence to this. We're always talking to America. Wait. Wait. What? Wait. (laughs) I found the best Azalea take. Tell me. How Azalea is speaking so lovingly about her pets, especially her cat. I felt capitalized that man in some of my lowest time cats were there for me. They didn't understand, but they were there. Her Instagram story is making me cry. Oh, listen, put this person on suicide watch with Azalea. I like cats more than I like people. I like cats more than I like Azalea Banks. I like cats more than I like the person that said that. Yeah. But holy shit. If your takeaway from this young woman talking about ending her life is and she was so like yo there's something wrong with your brain yeah weird thing to fixate on you make it about her cat her cat weird what what are you talking about yeah just weirdo shit i don't understand uh cats i love cats too but they, they they don't give a shit about your crying in bed all day ass Well, hey, podcast listener, my name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. 
lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts. They're wondering when you're going to fucking feed them. A guy named uh, Hotep Hoodrat uh, is not in favor of Azalea. No. I saw when I did my initial research on Azalea, I found a news story that looks like it was from 10 years ago that uh, she was feuding with Russell Crowe and RZA. Yep, yep, yep. Because she started some shit at one of their uh, Hollywood Eyes Wide Shut parties. Yeah, exactly. She didn't want to partake in the orgy. Yeah. Why'd you show up, Iggy? No, not Iggy. <laughs> Why'd you show up, Vesalia? Why'd you show up? Here's the thing. Vesalia sucks. She's annoying. She's the type of she's the type of mentally ill that's just a pill to be around and just fucking sucks and brings down everybody around you. But she's hot, you know? Yeah, she's very good looking. I don't know what to say. I have no, I have nothing. I have no say one way or the other on Azalea. If she's suffering mentally, I hope she gets the help that she needs. Uh, Hold on. I got, I got a tweet from Coke whore. Nice. Azalea Banks needs help, but help, but don't act like she was always a victim and shit. She is a victim at this moment though. People are hesitant to help and care because she's made colorist, homophobic, Islamophobic, xenophobic, fatophobic, uh, act an underage girl. She's problematic. You know what? That's fair. I think she should probably kill herself. Then. <laughs> I, th- I think that this is an opportune time to bring up that she is. Listen, you fucking loser. If you're talking about the summation of someone's life or whether or not they should kill themselves and you use the word problematic, you should kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Using pr- problematic in late 2020, dude. Oh. You goof nugget loser. That shit is like, I knew that problematic was over when I did a shoot for some fucking uh, cop show in New York and all the hood girls were using the word problematic. And I was like, Oh, so it's over for the, for the fake intellectuals NYU it's migrated into the Bronx and then it'll be, so now they're not going to use it. And now it'll be a thing that, like just fitters off into into the general population until it just is diluted into no meaning whatsoever, like trigger warning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I bet there's more people with like more white guys with uh triggered in the name of their YouTube channel than there are people using actual trigger warnings. Yeah, probably. The, by now at least. Yeah. Um here, here's here's a, a New York Times article. Maybe we could pivot. Maybe we could finish off the episode with some election stuff. Um, unless we have anything to say about COVID. I don't know. Just, yo, people talking about COVID, it's over. Stop it. Um, send the kids back to school. Huh? Yeah. Yo, send them back to school. Yo. Oh, man. You want to really m- send me off on a fucking red pill rant. Yo, why are people that work with children the most annoying human beings on earth? No, they're, they're the worst. They're the I've- worst. I've said it a million times. I think teachers. I think teachers should go to prison. I think teachers. <laughs> yeah. I think we should release all drug offenders from prison and replace them with teachers. 
I think I think we should just take violent offenders and give them the job of teaching kids and put all of the teachers in maximum security. I think teachers are the worst people. Yo, schools serve one purpose: uh, keeping kids off the street. If they learn anything, it's a fucking it's that's a plus. Stop yep. spending your own money on school supplies. Stop. Why? Why are you doing that? Yep. What are you doing? Stop it. These kids have no future. It's over. Stop. Yep. Like and and yeah, send them back to school. I, I'm I'm sick of this shit. Stop complaining. Yo, you're everybody. a babysitter. Accept yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here's something. Fuck COVID. It's over. Stop it. Um, New York Times article. Uh, I don't know where this quote comes from, but the headline is uh, quote Christianity will have power. End quote. A pledge bonding Trump to evangelicals. Yeah, that should concern people. Sort of, it, 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 in the it sense that be. his voting block is 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 solid. Well, the sentiment is, uh, yeah. The, the, I mean, the sentiment is nothing good. No, and, they're, yo, they're talking about the Supreme Court. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. I understand that that's a that's a nuanced thing, and we can we can go into that another time. But yo, if we really value moving ahead on everything full scale you gotta vote for biden stop being a baby oh i mean you're not telling me that though because you know i'm jill stein to death i know well you have well we've kind of taken this very uh george carlin-esque position where we're just we're in the bleachers we're not out on the field we're just watching whichever way it goes yeah yeah i'm the watcher from from the moon yeah the blue area of the moon. I'm, I'm removing myself from what I have my own opinions and I'd like to see it go another way than the other. But I am, I am here to stay in terms of sticking around to see what happens. Yeah. And I'll move if I gotta. Exactly. Um, but yeah, people gotta stop being babies about the Biden thing. Stop it. Vote for his old ass. Uh- Okay, so next we'll do we'll do an election one soon where we talk about the fact that it is now becoming apparent that they intend to replace him early yeah. in his in his presidency. They, they they it's no longer the mask has fallen away, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It, it's uh, it's looking not not really. There's no way to hide it anymore. No. You know? No, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the fucking day after he takes the oath. And, uh, there's people that believe that fully. I, I'm yeah, kind of seems that way. Um, yeah, we can go into that another time. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, look, all I'll say is, look, it, it changes all the time. Making predictions to me is pointless. Whatever swings the election will happen probably within the last two weeks before the day it arrives. Um. Uh, Trump's chances have increased this week. Um, it's so stupid. Uh, Democrats continue to pick pick the wrong battles to fight, and it and it could ultimately be to their to their demise. Um, I at this stage, I would still kind of put my money on Biden, but again, it's just oh man, I don't know. It's going to be a nail biter. When when are we gonna call it one way or the other, and we don't get to change our view? Um, I don't know. I I would say you we I, I would say about a month a month out. Okay, that's fair. 
and I think if we if we end up doing, even though everybody on the planet Earth is going to be doing a, a, a an election live stream, but I think we should do one. Um, when we do that, uh, we should each take a hard. Before the episode begins, we should hard stance it. You're typically more cynical, so I imagine you will. You're gonna be uh, Trump train for the night. I'll be uh, Biden guy for the night. Sure. You know. And and, and what if we uh, what if we do it on Chatterbait? <laughs> Is Chatterbait still relevant? I still uh, see ads for it on like Pornhub and shit. What's the other? Um, what? Well, no, Chat Roulette. We'll do it on Chat Roulette. Oh, that's got to be even more. Is that still around? Uh, yeah, I use it every day. <laughs> wow. All right. I thought there is a, there's some there's something else in on Pornhub that I that I see ads for all the time. What am I thinking of? Do you ever see Pornhub there's ads for uh Semenex? Semenex. It's supposed to make your semen like way more heavy. Uh so okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Listen to me. Okay. What do you know about Glenn Greenwald? Um, journalist. That's right. Uh, I think he runs the intercept. Um, I have real problems with him because I think that, Oh, he's vegan. I did not know that. Um, he, he said some things that I don't think are true at all. Okay. Um, so, I, so I take issue with him, but uh, there's, and people used to th- see him as a man of the left completely, but it's kind of falling away because he's not left enough for the kids. Right. Like, like everybody. But here's what you need to know about him is that he, uh, this, this is the part that's relevant. Um, he's a gay dude who uh, has a family with a guy that's younger. I talked about him. He found his, like his, his partner is from like Venezuela or Chile or something. And people try to paint him out as having exploited this dude because he's younger and from like meager means. So Glenn is particularly angry about the statement that you and I talked about earlier in this podcast, because it has personal resonance to him that somebody is trying to discredit a gay man for dating younger when that is also Glenn's experience. Right? So he is, on Twitter going nuts, bringing up other instances of this demonstrate, like trying to point out what hypocrites people are. Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg met chat. Do you remember Pete? Uh, yeah. Pete CIA, uh, Pete. Do you remember Beto? Oh God. No, not until just now. Pete Buttigieg met Chasten. That's, that's crazy. That's a dude's name on a dating app. When Pete was a big and powerful mayor in his thirties, Chasen was just a childish, powerless grad student, almost a decade younger. The power differential and age gap gap made this assault consent impossible. Solidarity with Chasen, a survivor. And, and, but he's saying that to, he doesn't believe that he's saying that to illustrate the point that like, He's saying, what's that you say? Chasen doesn't consider himself a survivor and insists it was all consensual. Doesn't matter. Woke ideologues know better than other adults' lives whom they don't know than the adults themselves. Chasten uh, suffers from self-consciousness from trauma. This is all the stuff that you and I were saying. Uh, it, but it, it, you're not mad at Glenn. Glenn's right here. But it, it's he's saying it to point out what you and I were pointing out. But it's interesting to see from Glenn because... 10 years ago, Glenn was, of uh, Glenn was, you know, the, as woke as it got basically, you know what I mean? For like a professional, wow, I'm watching some insect do a scary dance in front of me. I don't know what this, what's <laughs> happening. It's, it, there's, 
whatever happens next, Eric, I'm, I'm that's, scared. That's the devil. I'm scared of what's happening. Um, uh, all I have to say about any of this is that, uh, Pete Buttigieg was a, a CIA operative. Uh, he was never a mayor of anything. South Bend uh, doesn't exist. Um, South Bend, Indiana, that is the, the town that he was supposedly mayor of, is not a real place. Drive there. It's guarded by military personnel. It's a PSYOP. Um, he's not gay. It was all fake. He was, he was propped up by the intelligence agencies to be the gay Obama. Um, not real. He's not a real person. That's a fact. He's actually a hologram, uh, like uh, Tower Seven. Yeah. So, um, it, it, hold on. Uh, Alex Morse, who's the who was the topic of our conversation earlier. Do I save this insect from this? Whatever is happening, this is so it's just, it's revolting. No, no. Do you're the um the prime directive. Do not interfere. Oh, the mosquito. The there's a spider that's got him. Okay, that's what's happening. Ooh, it's hard to watch. Oh, I hate it. Um. Okay, so Alex Morse. Uh, who is the, uh, the aspiring politician. I don't, what's his actual Democrat candidate. Uh, okay. Uh, he's the four term mayor of Holyoke and yes, he has come out and said, I will not apologize for living my life out of the closet for going on dates and having consensual conversations, conversations. Come on guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's committed like to- all these days. <laughs> yeah, he's committed to meeting. I mean, we didn't need to go that soft. Committed to meeting with any person or group, including the college Dems, to answer. Oh yeah, by the way, it was the. I, I think it was like the local college Dems that tried to bury him on this. Um, think about your life if you're in the college Dems. Um, oh. You know, try getting some ass. It's college. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Um. Yeah, listen to that, because this is what the college Dems said. Ugh. Our organizations feel that it is incumbent upon us to call out inappropriate behavior, regardless of party affiliation or party uh. ideology. Uh, they added that his behavior was unacceptable, even if it was consensual. See, th- okay, that's perfect, Eric. We just nailed it. That's somebody saying something that is legal and none of their business is unacceptable. Yeah. Yo, if those words come out of your mouth, Yo, fucking get on the uh, Azalea train and kill yourself. Yeah, what that, what happens when these people realize that they wasted their youth? Yo, unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, think that's like something that like a bitch teacher says. I don't you, think you know I've ever I mean? used the word in my life. That is like that's like a raw fucking way to be unacceptable. Oh, yo, that's what I'm saying. Yo, when do these people realize that they are uh, they are you know, uh, church, uh, church clergy and, you know, will it hit them when they're 35 and no one cares about, or will will it hit them when they're 45 and no one cares about their bullshit anymore? And they see teens, uh, running around like having fun and, and having sex. And then they'll go, Oh my God, I was doing the same shit. I was, I was not having sex at, at, at 19 and I, I was wasting my time yelling at political candidates for being engaging in unacceptable behavior. Unacceptable. I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> unacceptable. Ugh. It's yo. It's just. It's. It speaks to a deep. Yo, look. Let's be real for a second. Everybody's sad. Like everybody has like a an, an innate, uh, unavoidable sadness inside of them. Um, I'm killing it. <laughs> you're living in a garage um look 
I just, I, I, we see, I think people's, uh, when you're out of college, right? It, your true colors start to show because it's no more of the, of the, of, it's, it's like, it, you're, it's like, uh, it's like the graduate. It's like, you got to figure out what you're doing with your life. You're having this post, uh, somewhat existential crisis. Some people choose to bone, you know, uh, 50 year olds and that's totally cool. Unacceptable. There's there's a lot of people going out there trying to like litigate and legislate other people's lives, and it's and it's 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 just beyond pathetic Yo, and speaks imagine, to like a deep sadness. Imagine being a college age person that uses the word accept, unacceptable. I can't, dude. I can't. What was I doing in college? I was boning thirty year olds. You were getting lit, my dude. I was getting, I was getting, well, yeah, I was getting absolutely lit all the fucking time. Uh, I was going to loft punk shows and in my off time from that, I was, I was actively dating a 33 year old who lived on 159th street and, and boning in her, in her basement apartment. Who exploited you. Yes. Who, yes. Who took advantage of me. Uh, and my, because I was not an adult, right? I was, I was of the naive age of 22. Um, <laughs> I, I was an unthinking, uh, an automaton. yeah, no, no, you, you, until the, until you hit 30, uh, and you can uh, not have children anymore and, uh, you're bitter until you reach that point. You are, uh, really just a, a mindless automaton, uh, under the control of others. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have no you have no agency for yourself. You have no ability to uh uh you know, anything that you feel is uh is is needs to be uh overseen by some form of authority figure uh, out of fear that you may harm yourself. And once you harm yourself, you know, you're harmed forever and there's no coming back from that and you are a victim for the rest of your life. And uh you know, all you can do at that point is lay in bed forever and go on Twitter. <laughs> Precisely right. You can form uh, really superficial relationships with people that you'll never meet uh, and invest yourself in their petty dramas uh, and wish on the downfall of people doing better than you. Yes. Uh, also, Eric, you, you're not allowed to own any cats. No, why not? Because uh, the stereotypes are all too true. Yeah. These people, like the whole thing of like, ugh, blue hair cat fucking mom fucking like yo that shit is all like yeah i get it it's like a 4chan sort of like make fun of the fucking left sort of thing it's also in my experience it proves too real you yeah. know what i'm saying it's like scary real yo I, I had a cat at one time for 15 years he was my homie uh that was that was my in, in the way that you had marcus the dog uh i had mr kitty the cat and that was that was the emotional bond with an animal that, you know, I can I don't I don't you know, if if I do get another cat in the future, which I'm sure on a long enough timeline, you know, I probably will at some point. Um, they'll just it, there's not going to be a level of of uh, friendship that I had with that animal. So um, I have no desire really to get another. I actually have a cat right now, but it's, I consider this cat's more my parents' cat. It has nothing to do with me. He's a little, he's a little shit. Uh, it's weird that you don't have any love or compassion for that animal, but all right. Um, <laughs> I did too. I do a little bit. He's funny, but I don't have, I don't have any, like, he's not my homie is what I mean. He's more like my roommate. 
Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, so are you going to have any, like a Python when we live together? Uh, I was thinking bearded dragon. Yo, I saw a, um, I was watching a, a, a YouTube of a show that I attended in like 1995. Yeah. And, uh, there was a comment on it that was the coldest. It wasn't meant to be cold. It wasn't meant to eviscerate somebody, but it did. It was, Hey, the guy next to the cameraman is my uncle's roommate. (laughs) Yeah. So Eric, if you were at a show in 1995, you have to be in your late thirties, no matter what. (laughs) So like, it's just putting your uncle on front street that he is in his late thirties, possibly early forties, possibly mid forties and has a roommate. I thought it was the funniest, coldest fucking thing I ever saw. Yeah. That's not, is that going to be up? Uh, I mean, there are I'm sure there's plenty of YouTube videos of shows that I was at when I was, I don't know, 14 or 15. Actually, no, I know there is. I saw, uh, shit I, I don't i can't remember what ska band it was but they they have some live dvd from uh some venue on long island that of the show that i was at um yeah you know it's, it's probably a lot of people's uncle's roommates were also there mm, a lot of uncle's roommates yeah um uncle's roommates there's got to be some cuck element in there I'm sure that we can devise a narrative for uncle's roommate. I mean, no doubt. I mean, mean gay. That used to mean gay. My uncle's roommate used to mean like, that's, that's my love. Like you're so Eric, you grew up in an enlightened time. Whereas I am a unfrozen caveman. Uh, Roommate used to mean gay lover. Right. I mean, that's what, you know, when growing up, uh, you know, uh, Pat, not you, Pat, but Pat, my aunt's uh, roommate. Oh, I thought um, you meant the SNL character. No, my 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 aunt. Growing up, uh, Pat was my aunt's roommate. Uh, it by the time I was fifteen, my mom be- said, "What are you stupid? That's that's, that's her partner. She's gay." <laughs> Yo, my friend who is gay as shit came out to his parents the other day. Came out to his mom, and I said, "What'd she say?" No, duh. And he and he said, "No, she was shocked." <laughs> That's crazy. Are, is nobody paying attention to their kid? Like, yo, my kid's 28 and has never had a girlfriend. Uh, and he's constantly uh, hashtagging his photos on Instagram with woof and bear life. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> like what? Wait, what state of denial are you in? Uh, it's interesting. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering what the, the implication is going to be when it's me, you, and Brian. Oh, that's, we got a whole lifestyle. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. It's going to be, uh, we're going to look, man. I, oh, I don't know how old Brian is. Is he younger than me? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm not the, uh, uh, he's, he's maybe the, uh, he's our beautiful boy. Yeah. He's the one that, that the world needs to watch out for. Yeah. You know, that he's, he's the one that, that meets us. Right. So is he, uh, is he of consenting age? Meaning is he older than 26? You know, he might be exactly 26 right now. All right. So we might be in the clear then. Cause the 20, like, yo, I've seen the, the most egregious I've seen is people. Who's that guy? Who's that fucking the worst dude? Oh man. I hate him so much. <laughs> who's the guy, the guy from scrub, Zach Braff, oh, he's uh, bad. people being mad at him 
or claiming that there's something wrong with him dating Florence Pugh, who's 25. Yep. Yo. Insane. Can you imagine being Florence Pugh and being like, hey, um, guys, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. She had, she had to come out and say that. She was like, uh, yeah, I like him a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, yo, Pew, unacceptable. Unaccept. Well, it, I mean, let's be real. Liking Zach Braff on any level is pretty unacceptable. That's a fact. You know, so I might have to side with, with Twitter on that one. But, uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen anyone come down on, on dating a 26 year old yet. Once you, once you reach the, the halfway point, once you eclipse the halfway point to 30, you have to not, yo, you, you can't, you can't talk to that person like they're a child anymore. You can't talk to that. You can't talk to a fucking 19 year old like that, but you do. So whatever. But like, you, like once you're halfway to 30, your body's act, your body is now degenerating. Well, you mean halfway to 30 would be 15. So I, which halfway, halfway through your twenties. Yes. So listen, I, I I'm going to say, we're doing this weird double speak, not you and I, but culturally we're doing a weird double speak where, where we are trying to say that young people should be the voice of the entire world, but then also saying that they're not smart enough to have intercourse. Yeah. It's weird, dude. You know, I meant to say this earlier. Do you know how crazy we look to Europeans? Oh, we look, ins- we look insane. <laughs> I, I actually insane. It's, we look like full stop. Like, they look at us and see no difference right now and and to the puritans that fled uh to 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 the new land for per, for freedom from persecution i have to explain i work with a bunch of european artists and i have to explain why certain things can't fly and they're like but and i'm like listen it doesn't matter if it's real or not like it's just where the united states is at culturally like I always point out that I had to write my way around an artist drawing a kimono because I was like, Oh, we're going to get some idiot is going to yell at it. Even though me personally, I'll wear a kimono right now. Don't care. You know what I mean? Like we've talked about this before. They look very comfortable. They do. But that, that sort of thing where I've had to like explain to an artist, Oh no, 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 no. He's, uh, he's too blonde. Americans are mad at blonde people. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, Eric, uh, t- tell the people uh, uh, where they can reach us and, and we'll get out of here. Yeah, uh, you can hit the Twitter at WP Timeline. Hit us with anything you see that you want us to talk about um, and maybe we'll mention on the show. Uh, hit the Patreon. Patreon's been popping recently. We're doing video episodes now. We're so fucking close to $1,000 a month. And you know, once we hit that, we can get our Cuban links. It's like a very, very important goal. Um, and thank you to everybody who's been chipping in, um, and, and helping us realize our, our vision. Um, we're so fucking close. Keep patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. There's so much good shit on there. Lots of bonus episodes. We're doing video episodes now. Um, we're probably going to, they have a live streaming thing. I'm going to try and figure that out. We'll get into that. Um, yeah, help us. Come on, help us, help us reach our, our dreams here. Um, yeah. We're going to do like a live leak style live stream of Azalea Banks shooting herself in the forehead. Yeah, that's the that's the next upcoming episode. Um, yeah, so hit hit those up, and uh, you know we'll. Uh, I hope that you you see us as the uh, the calm, resolute uh, voice of the American um, uh, moderate. 
Are we moderate? Uh, Is that fair to say? Um, I thought you were going to say the American uh, uh, National Socialist Party. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I hope I just hope that this podcast is a respite from uh, the, the the just pure full stop. Like it's it's I, I, I might call it like senility, like the country is sundowning like a, as a whole. That's true. And we're the last like brain cell that's like, wait, no, hang on. Reality. No, people are over. Oh, R.I.P. Simon Cowell. R.I.P. Simon Cowell, R.I.P. Azalea, thank you for uh, choosing to do it on our live stream on our Patreon. Uh, Everybody tune in. Uh, Thank you for your time and attention. Yep, we'll catch you next time. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts? Or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you.